Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. Thank you for joining us and welcome if it's your first time. We are dedicated to exploring the cobwebby corners of jazz recorded history. And today, we're going to be listening to a series of recordings made in Chicago in the 1920s, all of which feature the trombonist Preston Jackson. Preston Jackson was born in 1902 in New Orleans. He lived in 1983, had a very long life for a jazz musician of that vintage. Uh, he grew up uh, in New Orleans in the parade tradition and uh, studied with uh, several trombone players there and in Chicago. He moved to Chicago as a very young man. Uh, Roy Carew and Roy Palmer were two of the fellows he went to for uh, tutelage in the in the jazz trombone tradition. He even apparently uh, subbed with the Creole Jazz Band, King Oliver's Band with Louis Armstrong when Honoré Dutre couldn't make gigs. Uh, later on, he played in big bands in Chicago, Bernie Young's band. He played with Louis Armstrong's big band for a while. Uh, so he was a pretty good, uh, well-trained musician, I guess you'd have to say, if he could do all those things. Uh, during the 1920s, he also participated in a series of recording sessions with various leaders, and uh, I don't believe any of these was a, a, a touring band or a performing band. Maybe the first one we're going to hear, but I don't think for very long at any rate. Most of these were just studio bands put together to make records. The first group we're going to hear is Louis Russell's Heebie-Jeebie Stompers, and this was a band that recorded for OK Records in November, November 17th of 1926. That's kind of significant because that's the uh, contemporary with the Louis Armstrong Hot 5 and Hot 7. Hot 7 came a little bit later. Um, we're going to be hearing some recordings from a little bit, or a little bit later in the program, I should say, that are very clearly modeled on the idea of the Louis Armstrong Hot Five and how popular they had become. And this one has a little bit of that feeling as well, even though the band is a little bigger. We have in Louis Russell's Heebie-Jeebie Stompers, Bob Schaffner on cornet, Preston Jackson on trombone, Darnell Howard, who was a Chicago mainstay. He'd started up playing violin. He was had played with W.C. Handy's band, but by the early 1920s, he had switched over largely to clarinet and alto sax, on which he's heard here. Barney Bagard from New Orleans on tenor sax. Louis Russell uh, was from Panama. He was a pianist, of course, but he spent a fair amount of time in his youth in New Orleans. And on banjo, we have Johnny St. Cyr, New Orleans native. And two of the tunes that are, we're going to be listening to from this session are composer, or credited to the composer Paul Barberin. Uh, Paul Barberin, of course, was a drummer from New Orleans who played with Louis Russell's band quite a bit uh, from this point on, although he apparently didn't participate in this session, um, unless you can hear some drums very distantly in the background. So the four tunes we're going to hear are uh, a Louis Russell tune called The Plantation Joys, Paul Barberin's tune Please Don't Turn Me Down, a very interesting tune by Louis Russell called Sweet Mumtaz, he recorded that a couple of times, and a tune by both of them, Russell and Barbarin, called Dolly Mine. And these obviously have some pretty worked out arrangements, so that's why I say this band might have been a regular performing band. They were clearly playing from charts. This was before uh, King Oliver took over um, the larger part of this band, especially Bob Schaffner, Darnell Howard, Barney Bagard, and Louis Russell. We're going to finish off that set with a blues recording of uh, a tune called uh, The Leavenworth Blues. This was done by the singer Bertha Chippy Hill, and uh, it was uh, done in uh, June of 1926 in Chicago, and this was a, another okay record. This time, uh, the band is Richard M. Jones' Jazz Wizards, and we're going to be hearing quite a bit of that group in various combinations coming up. Uh, Preston Jackson played for Richard M. Jones for a while. Again, I don't know if this was a band that appeared in public uh, outside of the recording studios or not. But on this side, the Leavenworth Blues, we hear Preston Jackson on trombone, Shirley Clay on cornet, Artie Starks on clarinet and alto sax, Richard M. Jones on piano, and Cliff Jones, Snags Jones on drums. So those are our four tunes from Chicago, 1926. Louis Russell's Heebie Jeebie Stompers doing the Plantation Joys, Please Don't Turn Me Down, Sweet Mumtaz, and Dolly Mine, and then Bertha Chippy Hill with uh, Richard M. Jones' Jazz Wizards doing the Leavenworth Blues. Thank <laughs> you. 
So then we have the results of a very fine session done by Louis Russell and his heebie-jeebie stompers done for OK Records in November of 1926, and that included Bob Schaffner on cornet playing some very good jazz um, Sounding like he'd certainly listened to Louis Armstrong at that point. He wasn't considered a great jazz player, but he acquits himself very well in this session. Preston Jackson, our man of the hour on trombone. Darnell Howard on clarinet and alto. Barney Bigard on tenor sax. Louis Russell on piano. And Johnny St. Cyr on banjo. And we started out with the Plantation Joys, a Louis Russell tune uh, that featured the whole band in there. Uh, then we went to Please Don't Turn Me Down, uh, credited to... Paul Barbarin, even though he wasn't on the session. Then that very interesting tune, Sweet Mumtaz, uh, a Louis Russell composition that he had recorded actually about a year and a half earlier with Russell's Hot Six uh, session we're going to get to on a podcast at some point coming up. And that featured some very good uh, jazz playing by uh, the brass players in particular, Bob Schaffner and um, uh, Preston Jackson, and also a very good piano solo uh, by Louis Russell, who's heard through here. Actually, the piano solo is on Dolly Mine, which is the next tune coming up, and that's co-credited to Louis Russell and Paul Barbarin. Um, some, some really good playing in there and some very uh, organized jazz, organized in the sense of having arrangements, but some very hot playing within those arrangements as well. Then we finished up with the Leavenworth Blues, also done for OK Records. Bertha Chippy Hill singing with Richard M. Jones' Jazz Wizards uh, on June 14th of 1926. Chippy Hill was born in South Carolina in about 1905, and she had a, a, a not terribly long but distinguished blues career that found her singing quite often in Chicago with people like King Oliver and other groups, but being backed up on records by Richard M. Jones, by Louis Armstrong, and others as well. In fact, Louis' first recording when he got back from New York to Chicago in November of 1925 was with Bertha Chippy Hill, and she lived into the 1940s. She was just poised for a career renaissance and a rediscovery uh, when she was singing on the This Is Jazz programs uh, done by Rudy Blesch when she was actually killed in a car accident. She was hit by a car and died of her injuries. That's very unfortunate. So that tune, uh, the Leavenworth Blues, uh, Chippy Hill is backed by Shirley Clay on cornet, Preston Jackson on trombone, Artie Starks on clarinet and alto sax, Richard M. Jones from New Orleans on piano, and Cliff Jones, Clifford Snags Jones on drums. Um, Artie Starks was an interesting clarinet player. He played most of Jones' sessions throughout the 1920s and the 30s, and he came back in the 1940s recording with Punch Miller and Sippy Wallace and some others as well. And Shirley Clay had a long career recording with an awful lot of big bands and uh, as a, a blues backup as well. We're going to hear two more Bertha Chippy Hill tunes coming up in a little while. So now we're going to go over to Richard M. Jones uh, proper, I guess you'd have to say. Uh, this is the Richard M. Jones um, Jazz Wizards, Richard Miney Jones. He was a piano player and a composer from New Orleans who ended up in Chicago. He was the recording director for OK, or talent scout, I guess you'd have to say, uh, finding black jazz musicians to come in and record for that label. And we're going to hear basically the same band, actually the same band that backed Chippy Hill. This is from June 15th of 1926. Some people think it might have been Stump Evans on clarinet and alto sax, but probably Artie Starks in this way. And we're going to hear the Kin to Cant Blues, which is a Richard M. Jones tune, as are all of these we're going to hear in this set coming up. Uh, from there, we're going to go up a week to June 26th of 1926, same band. We're going to hear Mushmouth Blues and Baby of Mine. Baby of Mine was something like a hit for him. Several bands recorded that. Then we're going to go to November 24th of 1926, again for OK, and we're going to hear the Dusty Bottom Blues and Skagmore Green. Uh, despite the fact it's Richard M. Jones' Jazz Wizards, apparently George Reynolds played piano on this. Leslie Corley was on banjo. Richard M. Jones does a little bit of singing and talking and introducing the band as well. Again, with the same front line of Shirley Clay, Preston Jackson, and Artie Starks. Then we're going to hear one more, uh, or I should say another, Bertha Chippy Hill tune with a similar band. This is the Panama Limited Blues. And uh, this was actually a tune that Louis Russell had recorded several times, but um, here it is done, uh, accompanied by Richard M. Jones. And this is also June 15th of 1926. And uh, from that same session that produced Kin to Cant Blues. And this will... Uh, 
feature Bertha Hill uh, and uh, the same band we just talked about. We're going to hear the last tune from that session coming up uh, at the beginning of our next set. So that's what we have to look forward to today. Richard M. Jones and his Jazz Wizards, Kin Decant Blues, Mushmouth Blues, Baby of Mine, Dusty Bottom, Skagmore Green, and then the band accompanying Bertha Chippy Hill on the Panama Limited Blues. Thank you. 
this afternoon to give the public what they want. And the public wants real good first class music. And we're going to give them the Dusty Bottom Blues. <laughs>
celebration of Richard M. Jones Jazz Wizards. We're going to be doing a podcast or a radio show coming up of some of his other recordings uh, from the 1920s, not including uh, Preston Jackson. He did some very fine ones even into the middle 1930s, some swing era type of recordings. So we started out with Richard M. Jones Jazz Wizards from June 15th of 1926, the Kin to Cant Blues. And we heard some good trumpet cornet probably by Shirley Clay, who did a lot of blues accompaniments in Chicago, later played, not much later, but played with the first Earl Hines Big Band, played in big bands led by Louis Armstrong and Cab Calloway later on. He lived into the early 1950s, but he had a good, solid style. Uh, Preston Jackson on trombone, uh, he was heard on that last tune we just heard, ska- or, um, the Chippy Hill tune very extensively. Artie Starks probably on clarinet and alto sax, Richard M. Jones on piano, and Johnny St. Cyr on banjo. St. Cyr, Jones, and Jackson were all New Orleans natives in Chicago at the time. So after the Kindekant blues, we heard Mushmouth blues, which had a good piano solo by the leader, um, and good horn solos all around, as do all of these, by the way. And then Baby O' Mine, a good attempt to do a pop song with some good sweet alto saxophone playing. Those two tunes are from June 22nd of 1926. All of these made in Chicago for the OK label, for which uh, Richard M. Jones was a talent scout, as I mentioned earlier. Then, from November 24th of 1926, we heard the Dusty Bottom Blues, which featured a uh, commentary all the way through by Richard M. Jones, although apparently he did not play piano. It's credited to George Reynolds in that case, along with Leslie Corley, possibly on banjo. He recognizes him as Red, um, which I guess was one of Leslie Corley's nicknames. And again, Clay Jackson and Starks in the front line. Dusty Bottom Blues and Skagmore Green. Then we finished up with that uh, Panama Limited Blues done by Bertha Chippy Hill with the same group, and that was actually done on the same date as the Kin to Cant Blues, which was um, from June uh, 15th of 1926 and featured some good kind of down-home blues singing, I guess you'd have to say, by Bertha Chippy Hill. All for okay. So now we're going to go and hear the last tune by Bertha Chippy Hill, the flip side of Panama Limited Blues, the Street Walkin' Blues. And this has some very edgy material here, as you can tell from the title, the Street Walkers Blues, Street Walkin' Blues. And this features a vocal duet by Chippy Hill and Richard M. Jones as well. Some interesting interplay there. Again, from June 15th of 1926. Then we're going to go over and hear... Largely the same band, uh, recording under Preston Jackson's name, Preston Jackson and his Uptown Band. This was recorded for Paramount in July of 1926 and features, again, Shirley Clay, Preston Jackson, and Artie Starks. George Reynolds is again on piano here. Frank Pashley on banjo uh, for the first uh, two tunes. and the second two tunes, Leslie Corley plays banjo. Why they switched off like that, I do not know. But uh, some interesting music. And we are going to hear a Preston Jackson tune called It's Tight Jim, followed by a, uh, a pop tune of the day, an atmospheric tune, I guess you'd say, called Yearning for Mandalay by Sheik Taylor. And then two more Preston Jackson tunes, The Harmony Blues and Trombone Man, appropriately enough. So those will be our tunes finishing off this Preston Jackson set. Chippy Hill doing the Streetwalkers Blues with Richard M. Jones and his Jazz Wizards. And then basically the same Jazz Wizards led by Preston Jackson in this case. It's Tight Jim, Yearning for Mandalay, Harmony Blues, and Trombone Man. Landlord, I come here to collect my rent this morning. Ain't you got nothing for me? I'm sorry, big boy. You saw here, what? You're always sorry, and you ain't never got nothing. You've been in my house six months and always sorry. I don't know, but five, six little old month house rent. What kind of woman is that? How long you expect to see a five, six little old week, month, girl, summers, and everything, and that ain't nothing, huh? Well, I can move. You can move, but believe me, you're going to pay off before you leave, because if you don't, I'm going to have that wagon up here. I mean, and move you and everything, or little babies and everything. 
So there we have Preston Jackson recording in several different bands in the 1920s in Chicago. And I uh, hope you've enjoyed this program. This has been some interesting stuff. It shows that there was very fine music being made by bands that did not necessarily include any first-rank uh, recognizable jazz stars. Of course, people like Barney Begard and Donnell Howard were in some of the earlier tracks, although they weren't really playing as well as they did later on, probably. We started out with the streetwalking blues. Uh, Richard M. Jones and his band, accompany, or uh, his jazz wizards, I should say, accompanying Bertha Chippy Hill. Uh, and with Hill and Jones both doing an interesting little vocal interplay in there, kind of uh, adult uh, material, I think you'd have to say. Then we heard the four tunes by Preston Jackson and his Uptown Band, uh, basically the same as the Richard M. Jones Jazz Wizards, except with George Reynolds on piano instead of uh, Richard M. Jones. We had Shirley Clay on cornet playing some really good middle register, uh, occasionally flashy uh, playing in there. Uh, Preston Jackson doing some very good straight-ahead New Orleans trombone playing. He was a, apparently quite a good musician. He played in a lot of big bands in Chicago and into New York and toured around a bit, and then he left the business after a while and then came back with the New Orleans Jazz Revival. He moved back to his hometown and played at Preservation Hall and many other places as well. He lived into the, I think it was in the 1980s. And we heard Artie Starks, a clarinet and alto sax player, very active on the Chicago scene, who was not terribly well known, but turns in some good solos. And two banjo players. On the first two tunes, it's Tight Jim and Yearning for Mandalay. We heard Frank Pashley and then Leslie Corley on Harmony Blues and Trombone Man. Um, and uh, Preston Jackson recalled that Leslie Corley was actually a, a schoolboy at the time, a youth who was just uh, getting started in the music business, I guess. So again, I hope you've enjoyed this program. This is the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark, and where else are you going to hear a program dedicated to the artistry of Preston Jackson, but on the Jazz Focus? And uh, we will be doing another podcast coming up, a couple more of some of the Chicago Southside musicians who don't get enough uh, press from the uh, larger groups that uh, some of the more famous musicians played with, but some very compelling music, and we'll be hearing that coming up. So, hope you're interested in continuing to listen to these programs and support us as well. We'd love to have some more members of the family and check us out, check me out on my social media play page, my band name, WolverineJazzBand.com, actually WolverineJazzBand.net these days, and WolverineJazzBand on Facebook and Instagram. Let me know if you'd like to hear any shows coming up. So thank you very much, and I'll see you on the other side.